0: Bob, Bernie, live,
1: and welcome to Bob Bernie live on this Wednesday afternoon. The uh well, the day after the so too, the uh, State of the Union address by the president. Uh, as you might expect, yeah, I have some opinions on the speech. Uh, actually some positive things and a lot of negatives. Uh, We'll get to that at the top of the hour. And honestly, I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear your thoughts. But we'll get to that at the uh, top of the hour. Uh, So get ready to dial 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about it then. Uh, a few weeks ago, I brought to your attention the case of the church at Planned Parenthood. Uh, this is out in Spokane, Washington, and uh, while I am very sympathetic with their pro-life stance, their love for life, uh their opposition to planned parenthood uh i was also a little bit critical what do you mean the church at planned parenthood that is really stretching the definition of a new testament church the protest at planned parenthood the demonstration at planned parenthood the gathering at planned parenthood uh fine go for it but the church at Planned Parenthood, no church should ever be one issue. The number one issue is the gospel. Everything else emanates from that. So uh I, I was a little critical of their name and that they have one purpose. On Sundays, they go and worship, and by worshiping, they're protesting Planned Parenthood. That's it's not exactly what God has called the church to do. Stand for life? Yes, of course, that's part of it. But anyway, anyway, um, I certainly support their constitutional right to have a worship service out in front of a Planned Parenthood clinic, a facility. Well, they had a lawsuit filed against them by... Planned Parenthood Ah, has been bouncing around the courts for a while, and here is the latest. A um, judge—let's see, I think it was either Friday of last week or Monday of this week—has ruled that the church at Planned Parenthood will have to pay $110,000 in damages— and $850,000 in legal fees to Planned Parenthood. One million bucks they have to pay Planned Parenthood. Now, how in the world they ran up $850,000 worth of legal fees? Well, uh, leave it to to Planned Parenthood. Uh, Obviously, they're going to appeal this but right now, uh, they have been ordered to pay $1 million to Planned Parenthood. Uh, obviously, the pastor of the church is not happy. Uh, he released this statement, at least this is part of his statement. Planned Parenthood sues our little church for peaceful assembly, and it costs Christians $850,000 for mostly corrupt lawyer fees. The only difference, we have to do 7 p.m. instead of 6 p.m. and go across the street. $850,000 over one hour and across the street. Wow, that's a lot of money. They stole from the kingdom over one hour. We're starting again March 14th at 7 p.m. And then he said, it ain't over. But well, what that's all about is according to the law in Spokane, they can't have a church service within 35 feet of the building. Well, they were having their service closer than 35 feet. Uh, they were violating the law. Now, you know we can we can argue was the law justified? Probably not. Uh, But sadly and unfortunately, it was the law. And uh, the law said that they could not hold services while the clinic was open. Well, it closes at 6. So they began having their church services at 6 p.m. Okay, you know, all right, we can't have services while the clinic, Planned Parenthood is open. Uh, They close at 6. We'll have our service at 6. Planned Parenthood said, "Uh, wait a minute, we still have patients in the building, we still have employees in the building, and uh, we feel that people are being harassed, blah, 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 blah. And so the judge, again, sided with Planned Parenthood and said, "Uh, nope, even though they close at six o'clock, there are people around for at least an hour. So the church at Planned Parenthood now says, okay, we'll just have our service at 7 p.m. Now, there's just a lot of things to consider here. Uh, If the Planned Parenthood clinic closes at 6, and everybody is gone by 7, there's nobody in the building whatsoever what do you accomplish by having your sunday worship service at 7 p.m. to protest planned parenthood if nobody's there um again i i am very hesitant to be critical of anyone who is standing for life, standing against abortion, but sometimes common sense has to enter in, and as I said, number one, I think they're violating Scripture by founding a church on just one purpose. I, I'm not comfortable with that. Uh and then number two, uh, they—they're you know, going to appeal. So whether they will ever pay out a million dollars or not, I don't know. I certainly hope they don't. But if they do, uh, is this a wise use of God's money when they could have met across the street? The uh, law says thirty-five feet. All right, mark out thirty-five feet, and have your church service fifty feet from the front of the building. I don't know; it's hard. The, I, I mean, this one, this one is a uh, this one is a tough one. Um, I through the years, and I, I think you know I am thoroughly, completely pro-life, but not all methods of pro-life protests are either appropriate or effective. And I think we've got to be wise. I'm not sure that these folks are using a whole lot of biblical wisdom. I applaud them for their convictions. I applaud them for their stand... But uh, I think they're a little short on the common sense side. All right, we'll be back.
0: Bob Bob Bernie Bernie Live. Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview.
1: The uh, battle in our public schools continues to heat up, and in strange ways, and uh, I, I, I talk often about the tyranny of the minority. Hey, listen, the rights of minorities are important. It's part of our political system to protect minorities, but there is a tyranny of minorities going on, and it continues to grow. One place that it's very, very obvious is the so-called transgender community. Although it is growing rapidly because it's a fad, and that's exactly what it is. It is a fad. It's not scientific. It's not biological. It's a fad. It's feelings, it's emotions, it's the latest to do thing, fad. I'm transgender. Uh, and so it is growing, but it's still a very tiny minority in our communities, in our schools. And yet the majority, over and over and over again, are being punished to so to. It, so-called protect the uh, the minority. Here is the latest illustration. Milford, New Hampshire. Uh, this is from the New Hampshire Journal. This is not a Christian source. It's not a conservative source. A uh, major news source up in New Hampshire. And here is the headline. Milford trans policy fight could nix... School urinals. Yeah. School urinals. Uh, There is a move in the community to allow boys who identify as girls to use locker rooms, showers, bathrooms for the girls. We're seeing this movement all over the country. And... uh, Parents, particularly of girls, are going, Whoa, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. You want a boy to shower with my daughter? Uh uh. It's not happening. No, 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 no. But then we have the far left who are saying, Well, we have to protect the minority. We have to protect the rights and the safety of transgender. And so there's a heated debate up in Milford, New Hampshire in the Milford School District, about what are they going to do? Well, they are trying to please everybody. Yeah. Uh, Okay, class, repeat after me. When you try to please everyone, you end up pleasing... Finish this? Yeah, no one. When you try to please everyone... You end up pleasing no one. Well, that's what they're trying to do in this school district and school districts across America. We're going to try to please everybody. We're going to come up with a compromise. So a school board member has suggested a compromise where they remodel all of the bathrooms in all of the schools in the district, and they put in stalls, nothing but stalls which would mean they take out urinals, and they no longer have boys' and girls' bathroom. They have unisex bathrooms. So they're willing to spend probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to appease a tiny group of people Boys who, and it's almost always, in these cases, boys who want to go into the girl's bathroom. It is almost never a girl that wants to go into a boy's bathroom. Now, if you know anything about biology and the raging hormones of uh, teenage boys, well, then you know why. It is always boys who want to go into the girl's bathroom in the showers, not vice versa. So they're trying to reach this compromise to please everyone, and it's not pleasing anyone. And another thing that I constantly try to remind you of, when you try to appease the radical left, it is never enough. Never. No matter what you do, no matter how far you go, no matter how much you compromise, no matter how much you give, it is never enough. And that's the case here in mill in uh, milford uh, new hampshire and here is the argument that is being used and if you if you know anything about the topic if you've listened to this program if you've done any research on your own you know this is blatantly not true but listen to this and i quote from the news article they meaning those wanting to get rid of the urinals and protect the transgender. They predicted it would directly lead to an untold number of transgender students committing suicide. Yeah. If you don't do what we want, kids are going to kill themselves. Which is blatantly untrue and cruel.